0: Okay, and we are officially back in action. I'm Doug Branson of Locked On Hornets. I have with me Walker Mail of Locked On Hornets and David Walker of also of Locked On Hornets. And David is going to be tweeting out so that we can make sure we can get everybody back in here. We had some technical difficulties because life technology can be difficult. It can be experimental. I'm sure a lot of people are going through that right now with having to teleconference via work um walker and david can you introduce yourselves uh, just so we can make sure that we have your audio on the feed here
1: yes of course walker mail you guys know me of course if you continue to listen to the podcast uh uh, along with doug branson here and we're going to be watching this 1992-1993 playoff first round game four series against the boston celtics again between the hornets and the boston celtics a very good game don't want to play too much spoiler for you uh, but this is going to be uh, a pretty fun ending result, so should be a good time to watch with Doug as well as you, David. Yes, I'm David Walker back again. The only person here that was alive and/or that can remember this game, so very excited to rewatch with you guys. Uh,
0: yeah, David, can you talk to us about watching this game live? Because I, I don't, I was certainly um, old enough to watch it, but I don't recall actually watching this game. So, what was it like to watch this thing live?
1: Yeah, the only thing I can relate it to. Just hey, David, like your David, David, yeah.
0: your your audio is a little choppy. I don't know if that's a um, uh, AirPods thing.
1: Is that any better? Can you hear it now? Is it locking in at all?
0: It's still a little choppy. Mm. We'll try to get back to David here in a second. But, yes, this is the 1993 right. Eastern Conference first-round game for Boston Celtics versus Charlotte Hornets. We'll be watching uh, the fourth quarter of this game. Very important game in the history of the Charlotte Hornets franchise. It represented their first series win. That's not too much of a spoiler. We won't give away exactly how it ends. It's a pretty exciting finish. But they do win this one. That's why we are watching it. We would not watch it if they lost this series. <laughs> Uh, we and start- you won't believe it. Levine
1: comes out of nowhere and hits a three-pointer at the end of this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's exactly. Insane. Uh, David, go ahead.
1: Can you hear me any better now, Doug? Is that any better or worse?
0: Yeah, you're still a little choppy. I don't know if it's a – it might be a signal thing. Right. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, one left.
0: All right, Walker, or David's going to continue to uh, work on his sound. Actually, what I want to do before we head head to the fourth quarter to pick this game up, I want to go back to the beginning of this game. And uh, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to hear this. Hopefully they will be able to hear the sound that comes out of uh, this game here. Um, And if you can hear this sound.
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, that sounds great. Oh, Steve, bless me with your
0: pipes you gotta get the guitar in there.
1: We missed the playoffs logo, right? like we missed that wholeheartedly,
0: oh, for sure. I mean, there was a great 100%. it was a great n b a playoffs logo David, you sound a lot better, so I don't know Perfect. what you, I don't know what you did there, but you sound amazing
1: i went I went, I went full of five g shut the Wi-Fi off. <laughs>
0: There you go. You know what?
1: Give me, give me a white snapback, flat bill with that playoff logo on it. That's what I want. I don't even know. I'm. That's got to be out there. But that's exactly what I want more than anything right now. That playoff logo is bringing serious nostalgia. And, oh man, Walker. I'm glad you said that. During the shut-in, I've been making my own hats. So now I'm going to look for a patch with that logo on it. Maybe I'll, oh, maybe yes. I'll whip up a few. But and, that would be fantastic.
0: And we've got Steve Martin and Gil McGregor on the call. David, do you remember Gil McGregor?
1: Of course, of course Gil had the MC Hammer glasses Back in the day, had the hot top fade going Had the booming pipes, I mean those two were the original like tag team Hornets announcers, and they just went with this whole group as part of the family. It was it was awesome.
0: Yeah. He, Gil McGregor actually did broadcasting for both the Charlotte Hornets and then went on to rejoin the Hornets as the New Orleans Hornets. So he was a, um, just a, a big part of this franchise, only played one season in the NBA for the Cincinnati Royals. And uh, also, I mean, just looking at this video now, he's kind of a dead ringer for John Amos of good times. Now, John Amos (laughs) never had the high top fade, had a way different haircut, but my guy is looking like John Amos. He's a dead ringer.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, that's that's a beautiful haircut. Um, Real quickly, how about Xavier McDaniel make an appearance? I did not expect to see Xavier McDaniel in this game. And I just want to say, it was LJ against Xavier McDaniel that we were just watching in the highlights. And McDaniel doesn't get enough credit when we talk about all time, all back alley teams. Give me McDaniel, man. Like we talk about some of these other brutes of men, but McDaniel doesn't get enough love, in my opinion. LJ and McDaniel, even Kenny Gaddison, throw him in there. We got some strong dudes down low in this game.
0: Yeah. And I've stopped the video on 222 right now uh, for those listening at home. And. Uh, I'm looking at the starting lineup for the Boston Celtics. Kevin Gamble, Allah abdull Robert Parrish, <laughs> Sherman Douglas, and D Brown. And I, I think mm. anyone re-watching this would go, wait a minute, how in the world did this team make the playoffs, much less win 48 games and be the favorite to win this series against the Charlotte Hornets? And, and the answer is they had Reggie Lewis – but unfortunately, Reggie Lewis uh went went down in game one and then, of course, tragically would would pass away in the offseason. He wouldn't return to this series, and he was their leading scorer for the year. So it was a devastating injury for the for the Boston Celtics. And then, of course, one of the more tragic stories in NBA history, Reggie Lewis.
1: Yeah, I remember watching that game as well. It's just kind of crazy to think some of the you yeah, know that's not the only tragedy that the Celtics franchise went through, kind of around that time. So uh, yeah, it's interesting to think back and um, look at that what they what they could have had rolling. Um, they've since found success, obviously, uh, later on. But just kind of not something you expect to deal with at all.
0: Okay, so uh, now I've got it paused on uh, on the starting lineup for the Charlotte Hornets, of course. Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma starting at forward. Then you had Johnny Newman at the other forward position, who we learned. Genius. Walker, we recently learned something interesting about him. What was it? We, we just went over a record. Uh, that he
1: scored 40 points a couple times.
0: Oh, my God. Two times. Johnny Newman, a 40-point scorer for the Charlotte Hornets on multiple Fucking occasions. That's wow. right. Um then at the guard Yeah, pos- we had like uh-huh.
1: he, he was like fourth on that list or something like that with the most 40 point games in Charlotte Hornet history. I did not know that. But Johnny, bona fide bucket getter.
0: And then at the guard position, you have Muggsy Bogues. You've got Kendall Gill, who I recently learned left the Hornets franchise only to come back. I knew Kendall was a big part of the beginning of this franchise, but I learned that he sort of acrimoniously left the Charlotte Hornets and then Uh, came back. So uh, an interesting history for Kendall Gill on the Charlotte Hornets, but a big time score. You know, the Charlotte Hornets have not been blessed over the years with shooting guard talent. It's one of the weakest, I think, positions in Charlotte Hornets franchise history. And Kendall Gill up there among the the best shooting guards we've had as a part of this franchise. And then, of course, at the center position, Alonzo Mourning, the Hall of Famer uh, the rookie of the year, the the big-time score blocker, rebounder. I mean, he did it all, and uh, he does a lot in this game as well.
1: <laughs> he does. He does do a lot in this game. And David and I were talking when we were having technical issues. We were talking a little bit about Alonzo Mourning and just how good he was as a Hornet. And if you're talking just, just skill, just his ability on the basketball court, I... <laughs> he might be the best Charlotte Hornet of all time. If you just look at just basic skill for him. I mean, it's not Kimball. I mean, Kimball Walker is the best, right? But when you're talking about Pete, you know, the best players of all time, he might've been that. And then I had him ahead of Larry Johnson on the all top 30 list that we did when I first was a part of this show. And I kind of go back and think I should have put Larry Johnson even ahead of Alonzo. Cause there was only three years here and Larry was such a cultural icon for the Hornets. But if we're talking just how good they were on the court, for a period of time for this franchise. I I don't know if you get better than what Zoe gave you.
0: Okay, just doing a little reset here for anyone that just joined us. Uh, I'm Doug Branson. I'm joined by Walker Mail and David Walker. We are part of the Locked on Hornets podcast. We're here live on Locked on Live. We are re-watching a critical, a historical game in the history of the Charlotte Hornets franchise that is the 1993 Eastern Conference first-round matchup between the Celtics and the Hornets. This will be Game Four. It is a deciding. It ends up being a deciding Game Four, and we are going to watch the fourth quarter real quickly, though, before we scroll to the fourth quarter and start watching. I just want to tell you how we got here. So, Game One, the Boston Celtics won 112 to 101. Then Game Two. The Charlotte Hornets won against the Boston Celtics, both of those games in Boston. Charlotte Hornets win game two, very exciting game, 99 to 98. Kevin McHale led the way for Boston in points with 30 off and kind of off the bench. I mean, he was sort of playing a uh, starter bench hybrid role uh, as, as his career sort of sunsetted. And then finally, Game 3, the Hornets blew the Boston Celtics out 119-89. to Larry Johnson led all scorers and rebounders with 29-11. And now we find ourselves here in Game 4. So, gentlemen, if you will, scroll with me to the beginning of the fourth quarter, which you will find at 108, uh, we'll call it 37. And when you're ready, we are going to sync our plays so that we can all watch this together.
1: Okay. And I am ready to go. And David? Yes. Give us a countdown.
0: All right. Are, so are we going now? This action. is important. Are we going on three or, or are we going after three? <laughs> oh,
1: no. On uh, three. Are, are, is, it, is it one, two, three, shoot? Is that what we do? Yeah, I think uh, we, we, do,
0: we, we do one, two, three, play. Okay. I think that's the one, way nine, to go three. here.
1: One, two, three, play. Okay. Got right. And on play,
0: you hit play.
1: Yes, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm the, with you.
0: On the syllable "pla," you should mm-hmm. already be clicking.
1: Okay, I okay. should already have clicked it before you even get to "a." Got
0: okay, it. Okay, great. Exactly. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Play. So we should be. We should be synced up. I can
1: totally hear it.
0: We should all be seeing Super Hugo. Donking the get original a Super Hugo
1: crotch shot to start things off. That's what we get,
0: <laughs> and then punching the air for some reason. I don't know why, but he looks amazing. The original Super Hugo. I love Super Hugo now, but the you can't beat the original Super Hugo, can you?
1: Yeah, I, I wish was. they would have gotten the original one to come back and do like one last double flip. And just to see, he would have been like 25 years older, but it would have been fun to see him try to do it. <laughs> All
0: right. Now how about yeah. these Bojangles hustle stats? I love that Bojangles was a sponsor back in 1993. Great, uh, great yep. stop. Unless you're not a the scribe who comes on the show often and hates Bojangles. Just the
1: chicken though, right? Does he have a problem with the biscuits as well? I, know I think the he has a problem
0: on. with everything. It,
1: the chicken is dry to him. That's what it is. It's dried oh, out I'm chicken. A oh. little Rick Fox appearance. Rick Fox in this quarter. game.
0: Yeah. Again, off the bench, not starting Kenny Gaddison Looks like he got hit in the eye here. What happened here? Oh, Kenny Gaddison? Oh no, he got oh, hit yeah. with the oh. ball by his teammate.
1: Appreciate you.
0: Oh God, no. Look at all
1: the glasses, man. It doesn't matter. Is if there any the trainer? It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's Gil McGregor. The the glasses are so good guys. The Hornets couldn't, I mean, they, you know, they couldn't get the ball in bounds or save it from going out of bounds, even back then, just throwing it right into the face. Of, of their teammates.
0: Of KG, the original KG. Tony Bennett.
1: Yeah, there's Tony. Oh, look at that gear. All the gear. He's hey, from guys, the guys, let's, one, let's of course, slow this down. Let's slow this down. Let's pack it in. Let's that's play
0: right. play some defense. And this one, of course, being played in the Charlotte Coliseum, uh, which no longer exists. It is. Uh, I think they're building some apartment buildings on it right now, but it was an empty lot for a long time after they demolished it. And that's Curry. Oh, uh, you know? that Curry is. with a little mid race. He's got to take a step back. Curry, he's a three point shooter, baby.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, there's one. Yeah, that guy Oh, oh big,
0: that might have been a three. That, oh no,
1: oh, it wasn't a three. He was well. Uh, that, that, was that was a that was a
0: college three, three for McCabe. That was a
1: college three. That's right. Yeah, he's getting yanked for that. You can't shoot that shot anymore.
0: Right, exactly. That's yeah. Daryl Morey would have had his head if he had tried to. And Kevin McHale did coach the Rockets for a little while, I believe.
1: Well, and, and I think they kind of beefed, didn't they? I think they probably, yeah, I think they had problems. All
0: right, there we go. DB. No. DB
1: well,
0: not for a... three, unfortunately. But there, see, he learned his lesson. He took a step back. You got to take a step back. And, oh, we got a, I think we got a pulled uh, butt muscle there.
1: Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, he pulled his ass, right? That's what Matt Geiger said.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, a <laughs> famous Sherman, Matt Geiger pulled
1: ass. The Shermanator, Sherman Douglas. <laughs> Man, what's funny is we've we've been watching this for two minutes and we've already had a couple of injuries. And you know, oh. everyone that says these guys can't play in the '90s are just feeling so vindicated right now.
0: Let me give you a rundown. Let me give you a rundown of this. Uh, what what we're seeing on the floor, or at least until he subbed in Larry Johnson. There, the bench for the Charlotte Hornets: Dell Curry got 25 minutes in this game. Kenny Gaddison pulled in 23. David Wingate. Uh, 13. Sidney Green got 10 minutes in this game, and then you saw Tony Bennett, of course now the coach of Virginia, he had 8 minutes in this game, some of them coming in the beginning of this fourth quarter. Mm. I think how people for- is- don't people forget how good Kenny Gaddison was. I just think Kenny Gaddison was, maybe I just think he was much better. I don't better.
1: think they do. I think we like Kenny Gaddison. I don't, <laughs> I think he's probably fine. I think, I think we probably, per- I think we rate him five. All right. So what is, in- what is incredible to me watching this guys is just the amount of almost dad bods out there <laughs> running around on these two lineups. Like when you compare it to today's games and some of the, athleticism you see it's it's kind of funny to see these guys bouncing around out there i
0: I love how quickly bristow had seen enough in the fourth quarter he was like all right get lj in there get (laughs) zo in there he has seen enough he he wants to win this game muggsy's back in i mean all essentially all the starters are back in now alan bristow had seen enough
1: you know who definitely does not have a dad bod it's mr alonzo morning did you see those arms i flinched when i saw him.
0: oh double double teaming lj how about that a little double team on lj Oh, Zoe. Oh man, mm-hmm. there were five yeah. bodies. Uh, that's that's a
1: that's a flavored two.
0: <laughs> right. Somebody's
1: getting kicked out.
0: In today's NBA, you're right.
1: And I hate those jokes, but it's 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 kind of oh, true. Oh, oh they're still there. here. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, those people feel so vindicated. Like they're they're watching this game and seeing, like, yeah, James Harden couldn't do that here. Let's see this. There's immediate, yeah, there's immediate
0: triple team on Zoe. Triple team. And they've got him paired with Kenny Gaddison. So, I mean, they are putting some beef on the floor right now, some size to go up against McHale and Parrish.
1: McHale and Parrish. I mean, for the younger viewers, I mean, everyone knows how legendary that front line was for the Celtics, and this is kind of like the last gasp of that run. But it's just still crazy to see those two guys out there battling this young up-and-coming Hornets team. It really was a chance for the Hornets to kind of grab – the Eastern Conference, you know, it's one of those things you look back on. It's like, man, if they just could have stayed together, you never know. Well, we looked at that starting lineup, Doug. I mean, Mikhail wasn't there, right? Like, I know he was always a sixth man, but you're telling it, it, it's almost like one of those Lou Williams six men that you're you're just want you just want to have that tab because Kevin McHale, like over Al Nabi, I mean, you know, McHale <laughs> should be still starting, right? <laughs> I yeah, mean, I would think so. I, I, I guess. I, I
0: mean, obviously Boston disagreed. They went with, uh, they went with the young athletic line. Well, they were
1: wrong. I'm telling them they were
0: wrong. <laughs> well, we know they were wrong. They lost the series. <laughs> um, hey, so would you like to know the three-point statistics over the entire course of the series? I would like to know that. Four-game series, okay. The Charlotte Hornets for the entire series were 6 of 20 from three, and the Boston okay. Celtics were 7 of 28.
1: For oh, so oh the God. series, so we've seen all the threes. We're going to see the, the one by Tony Bennett.
0: Yeah, would you? Yeah, uh, that's a good game. So uh, we'll we'll start with Walker. Can you name all of the Charlotte Hornets that that shot attempted a three pointer in this series?
1: Are we just going around, or am I just going to try to name them all right you,
0: now? You name as many as you can, and if you can't, if you get one wrong, then I'll send it to David.
1: Okay, well I'm definitely <laughs> going to go Del Curry. That's yes, a good guess. that's
0: correct. Five um, of five of um, eleven in the series.
1: Uh, Muggsy got one up, right?
0: Muggsy was zero for one in the series.
1: Okay, um, <laughs> uh, I'll go. Give me uh, Kendall Gill. He had to put one
0: up. Kendall Gill was zero of three in the series.
1: Yeah. So how many how many players did we get a total? Or I'm just trying to name as many as I can.
0: Um, there are three, four, five. There are only five. So you've got two more. Can you guess the other two? Otherwise, da- I, David I, Walker I gets to come in and steal. This is like family feud.
1: Oh, man, I don't think Wingate did. did, What about, uh, was Scotty Burrell on this
0: team? Scotty Burrell was not on this team. This is not the the Scotty B era of Charlotte Hornets basketball.
1: Well, then I lose, David. It's your turn. All right. Well, did you say the aforementioned Tony Bennett? Because I just saw him shoot one. Tony Bennett, show me Tony Tony Bennett. That is correct. (laughs) Tony
0: Bennett, one of four in this series. We've got one more. Can you guess the other Charlotte Hornet that was able to attempt a three-point shot in this series? Tony Bennett, the only that? other one to make one.
1: Do we guess LJ?
0: You did not, and that is incorrect. So you both lose. Mm. Johnny Newman was 0 for oh, 1. Of course. At, we
1: just talked about it. We score
0: God. in the series. Yeah. LJ did not attempt a three point shot. He was 35 of 57 from two, though. 61% yeah, from those the field.
1: threes. Until they moved that line in a little bit, that was his year.
0: Well, and his and his back injury that ultimately led mm-hmm. to him leaving Charlotte and sort of transformed him as he went to the New York Knicks into a shooter. I mean, he was not yeah, considered a shooter until really he went to New York.
1: Burrell, by the way, was a rookie the following year.
0: And oh, Muggsy from Wake Forest, yeah, College Three, Wake Forest, Muggsy knocking it down. People going crazy. Marble explodes.
1: Explodes when he hits a wide open <laughs> jumper. Oh, look at the you see the cigarette ad back there. How about yeah. that?
0: Oh, ball yeah. <laughs> look at this double team on Paris, just double teams everywhere.
1: Double teams.
0: And yeah. they're, I mean, every time LJ touches the ball, they're double teaming him. I mean, that's how much of a force he was on uh, that left block.
1: Well, yeah, I Zoe and LJ, right? Like, those are the guys you worried about. We saw a triple team on Zoe earlier. We,
0: w- we wouldn't see that left block prowess again until Al Jefferson returned. Maybe Anthony Mason was good from the left block. I don't recall.
1: Uh, I think I know the Celtics problem. They appear to be going to Rick Fox a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But he's so pretty, David. He's so pretty. I mean, listen, that's That's a big draft pick for them. Oh, yeah. Look, I love Rick Fox.
0: Right, you, know, you just out, saw you, you,
1: you just saw Kendall Gill shoot a what well, was basically a college three back then. I mean, you mentioned it earlier. Those guys are both getting yanked, or at least stern talking to by, for shooting those shots like a step inside the three point line these days. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's crazy. This game has been crazy physical down low. Oh, a little nifty shot there, but probably Mikael. It's a little blurry. Tough to say, but most likely. McHale. I will
1: never. I will never get over just how truly short Muggsy was. And we all know the stat. We all know he's the shortest five three. Yeah. It will never happen again. I, I don't see those people walking on the street. I it'll take a long time before I go out in the world to find somebody that's five three. And Muggsy was out here playing basketball at a pretty high level. That's a good point. That's a great point, man. They are just double they are throwing double teams at LJ as soon as he catches the ball.
0: I'm trying to see who is guarding Muggsy at this point to see what exactly Sherman. It
1: was a Sherman, yeah. Sherman? God, look at all the haircuts. They're all so clean, man. Well, there's tight. a little stat for
0: you. Kendall Gill was selected fifth overall by Charlotte in the 1990 NBA draft. So he was a high draft pick. Kendall Gill, top five.
1: You know, you mentioned the just the lack of shooting guard talent throughout the history of this franchise. I mean, that's why so many people put Del Curry as their top shooting guard. One of the top Hornets players ever. Of course, his longevity as well. But I really thought Kendall Gill could be that guy when he came out, high draft pick, really athletic guy from Illinois. Michael Jordan played in Illinois. This, you know, there were those connections there. <laughs> but uh, was it was a nice fit, but just wasn't like. I mean, none of these guys were. It wasn't like the sharpshooter. wasn't it was more of a slashing guy. Uh, but was a fun fit with Zoe and LJ at the time. I believe Kendall Gill, if I'm not mistaken, holds the record. There's a 3 there we go. money ball. Uh, I do think that Kendall Gill holds the record for most steals in a game, if I'm not mistaken. I still think he holds that. We do have the power wow. of Google. Wow. Look at these haircuts in the crowd. <laughs> They're all so good.
0: So we're not getting uh, we're not getting a very consistent scoreboard, which was uh, definitely indicative of the time at which we were watching. <laughs> we you know, we didn't have that kind of graphic capability. Yeah,
1: by the way, Kendall Gill had eleven steals, that still is the record, and a triple double in nineteen ninety nine for the Nets. So he still has that record. Wow. I probably would guessed Muggsy with the steals, but that's a that's a good little nugget. Yeah, and that's all time, not even just Hornet, right? So that's Kendall playing for the Nets oh. and have yeah, that's that's not even franchise record. That's Kendall Gill, most steals all time from any NBA player in history. Holy
0: moly. Oh, look at that. A little sign in the crowd. We want New York.
1: Bring it on. Patrick Ewing, oh. you bum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, spoiler, they did not want New York. <laughs> <laughs> no, narrator, they didn't. Uh,
1: yeah (laughs) i I was saying earlier guys the feeling around town at this time was a lot like when the hornet or sorry the panthers made some of those super bowl runs recently it's the thing i can compare to most. there was such a feeling of community and just excitement around the hornets and you know this was as far as you know, they'd never gone. It felt like, well, this is the first round, so yeah. But uh, to, to be in this position, up against the storied Celtics, and to have a you know a chance to winning like that, it was a lot of excitement around Charlotte at that time, around the Hornets. Sadly, haven't seen much of that as of late. But well, a yeah, crazy just, time. I, I hope you guys appreciated it, David. I hope you grew to appreciate it. As you much know, as any because we got yeah. one early 2000 run that matched this, and that was it. That's all we would experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was Morning nice. with a serious
0: oh. dunk. Here we go. Charlotte up to 189. Great. Now I can keep score so I can kind of update people. I need to write that down there. It's 189. Uh, Boston would actually score 33 in this quarter. Uh, they uh, – I don't want to spoil things, but they do make a little run here. They do, they do come back. <laughs> uh, this, this is not going to be a blowout.
1: They had so a little stretch.
0: Now it's 191, 100 to 91, Boston. I'll be the scorekeeper for this little live stream that we have. Yeah,
1: this is wild, Doug. Think about this. There's no clock. There's nothing on the screen. Kenny Gattison <laughs> on the isn't... block.
0: So you can see them going to Kenny Gattison a little more with all the double teams yeah. to LJ and Morning. They're going to go to Kenny and say, Kenny, go get us a bucket.
1: Who was the better KG, Kendall Gill or Kenny Gattison?
0: Uh, Kevin Garnett.
1: All right, <laughs> that's probably true. You're probably right about that.
0: All right. Kenny Gattison stepping up to the line. Look at that. He's so, he was so good. I'm telling you people, people don't appreciate Kenny.
1: Okay. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize the, the Kenny Gaddison fanboy that we had in Doug, but I, I don't know if that, that was a real thing. Yeah. This season, he averaged 19.7 minutes per game, started five times, and he would average uh, 6.8 points per game.
0: Somehow go. Kenny got zero rebounds in this game. That's pretty amazing. He he finishes with eight points and three assists, but no rebounds. Somehow, So all trees in there.
1: What what happened is so Kenny Gaddison actually averaged thirteen points a game the year prior, and then they draft Zo. Oh, nice little why, nice oh, little oh, cut yeah.
0: to the rim. There was that Douglas, I believe Sherman on the. Yeah. All right, so now it's a seven-point lead, which is one hundred ninety-three. The Hornets in a bit of a scoring drought here. We'll pick and roll, play, step up, mid-range shot, splash. Kendall. Kendall. 102, Kendall. 102, 93. Smooth. A little more. Morning set a great screen there too. I mean, you got—he was just—he just did it all. I'm telling you, he was just—I can't believe the Hornets. Couldn't find a way to keep this guy. I mean, I know the money was crazy. I'd love to know some more of the history. Mm. Maybe we'll find that out in you our stay Hornets. Stay tuned. Maybe we'll find mm. something out about how that actually went down, why Alonzo right. Mourning ended up finishing his Hall of Fame career in Miami and going into the Hall of Fame as a Miami Heat instead of a Charlotte Hornet. Maybe we'll find That's some something. That's something I'd that be interested out. in. Yeah. Tune into Locked On Fox. Yeah.
1: I would like to know because of the Fab Five because of the fab five and the way that they brought long shorts to the game, I would like to know if we go back one year prior to this or two years, because these shorts are pretty long for them. Yeah. these shorts a are pretty car. long, And, and also the, the, everyone's wearing black shoes because this is the playoffs. Um, I love and, that. And we Jim have, the by the way, did that.
0: I-, I love that. We have no idea what the time is on the game. Like even the graphics it, right? aren't, <laughs> the graphics aren't even revealing it to it us. It looks
1: like it's like two minutes to go. I think uh, it's up on the shot clock. It looks like two minutes.
0: It's one hundred two ninety-five. Uh, yeah. It has to be because you're just judging by the final score. I know what the final score is and right. we are getting close to being done with this game. <laughs> I can also tell you that the Hornets don't get many buckets from here on out. One Oh two 95 right now, the score and the Hornets are struggling. There's Hugo in the background, waving the towel. Hopefully not the uh, the white flag. The Hornets I think they have it. their
1: best lineup out there, right? I mean, that, that certainly seems like it. It's Kendall yeah. Gill. It's the, it looks like their best lineup.
0: The Hornets so, were second in pace in this there
1: season. There he is. There he is. is George Shin. That tie.
0: I recently uh, met George Shin. That's right. It was a very weird meeting. Uh, he, looks, <laughs> he looks vastly different uh, than his clean-cut look. It's interesting. He has this clean-cut look in Charlotte, and it was almost they sort of made him do that. Is how the legend goes that the NBA was like, "You and your crew got to clean it up, you Charlotteans, if you're gonna <laughs> be part of the National Basketball Association." Of course, David Stern. What was he
1: just like wearing flip flops and shorts? He, the, the I mean, this era. is.
0: I'm hearing this from David. <laughs> I'm hearing this from George Shin. So I'm not. I'm not uh, spilling any tea here. Okay, he says okay, that okay. they looked like hillbillies. I mean, they looked like. You know, uh, uh, probably a little longer, a little longer hair. Maybe some party in the back.
1: Definitely in the back, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so do you think this is the TV call from the Hornets network, or is this the radio call? Well, we saw we TV, saw like,
0: Steve Martin and Gil McGregor on television. Huh. Oh, look at so that! that Sh- Charlotte's consecutive sellout streak actually ended in nineteen. 19- 97, 97 versus Detroit, so that would be four years later they would finally end the sellout streak. That's odd, 97. Why Like, why did it end in 97? What happened, Dave? Yeah, Tell right. us about
1: 1997. <laughs> well, uh, that was – yeah. What the, heck, what the heck? Did you do your part? Did you go to that game? I was definitely at that game. I was so mad at everyone who wasn't there. Right. <laughs> I was just yelling. I was you were like outside trying man. to give away tickets. <laughs> yeah. I was just on my phone the whole game. Um, <laughs> so, do we think this was not a well? It had to be a national game, right, Doug? They must have just used the uh, local guys, or maybe the local guys covered it too at that time.
0: Well, pro- I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that every playoff game back in nineteen ninety three would have been a national game. Maybe this because this is first round; it's not the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals, so they may have let the regional partners handle all of the. All yep. the festivities. Oh, Bristow is dancing. Is, is just is dancing. <laughs> mm. I love Alan Bristow. Forgotten name. The Hive is alive.
1: The Hive is alive.
0: <laughs> One second on the shot clock here. What are they going to do? Kenny Gaddison. I
1: think we just got a suggestion to go to Kendall Gill is what I heard from the commentator. Oh, no, i tell you what. They didn't. Not a lot of good shots. It was LJ mid-range
0: like. falling out of bounds not the best look that they could have gotten there, although it's tough with one second on the clock. That's right, Gil. They have the basketball. Boston has the basketball. 97-102. Boston, mm-hmm. Sherman Douglas dribbling it up. Look at that intense defense by Muggsy Bogues. He is low, mm-hmm. and then he there's can get low. He's easily getting low. Oh, yeah, finally. Why don't they just leave it up? One, it. <laughs> one it. What are they talking no,
1: about? There's two doing. clocks now. Now we have all the clocks. Oof. When, when that, did X-Man? someone
0: when did someone say, hey, maybe we should leave this up? Like at what point in NBA history were like, hey, maybe we could just leave this up the entire game instead of only, you know, in close games with a minute 30 to go?
1: So who is, who is 34 for the Celtics?
0: That would be uh, – 30, 34 is Kevin Gamble.
1: Oh, wow. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> Never.
0: <laughs> oh, and the quick – He's
1: destroying the horse right
0: now. <laughs> All right, Kev, yeah, Kevin Gamble, what did he finish this game with? Kevin Gamble would finish – he's the starting forward for them. He would finish six of six from the field, 14 points. So he was huge in this game.
1: That's LJ at the top of the key. Uh, LJ so at nice. the top,
0: dribbling. Just, oh, no, no, and well, A- that's why you don't have LJ oh, doing that.
1: Bristow, what are you doing? oh Larry that was yeah, Sherman Bristow. Douglas with the
0: layup. <laughs> say,
1: pretty pretty, wow. pretty epic collapse here. So yep. Hornets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm learning about this game. As exciting as the finishes, it was an epic collapse by Bristow and his Hornets. There's Brian oh, Scalabroy. Yes, oh man, Scalabrini's <laughs> in this game. Wow.
1: <laughs> He's older than I thought. So if you if you want to trace the DNA of the Charlotte Hornets now all the way back to the original crew, I mean, this habit of collapsing is nothing new. Right. I feel like this is the most forgotten Boston Celtics team ever. Just this whole era. I, these these players, like old McHale and Parrish with a bunch of guys nobody's heard of.
0: All right, mid-range, big miss. Guys. Big Holy miss on the mid-range by Kendall Gill. That was not a great shot. All right, now they have What's to play defense. Right now, it's 102 102. <laughs> it tied? It's tied.
1: <laughs> no score on the screen. I don't want to say Bristow got outcoached in this one, but
0: I'm Who not sure what co- he was doing. Who is the coach of the Celtics at this point? Chris oh, Ford. Chris Ford. You're right. Chris Ford. Let's look up Chris Ford history. Why not?
1: Look at this. Rick Fox brought the ball up a lot. And then. 10-second
0: violation again. Oh, no. My man Foxy, not a great day. <laughs> oh, this guy's Hell yeah, pumped. Bro. Hell
1: yeah,
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his wife is also pumped. Everyone's pumped. <laughs> Chris Ford is beside He's himself. He's not pumped. He was the assistant coach for seven years in Boston before taking over as head coach in 1991 and coaching for five years.
1: Oh, Boston's of one. Okay.
0: He would coach Chris Ford would coach Boston through their dark years, post post Bird.
1: Do you guys see like Steph or Seth in Dell like in his mannerisms and his gait? Because I
0: Seth for sure.
1: Don't you do?
0: I think Seth, but maybe not Steph. Steph, Yeah, Steph's got his own gait.
1: (laughs) This would actually be the last game when you wouldn't see a shot of the entire curry family in nba how about, history. L- how about lj again top of the key
0: and Yeah, that's just what I'm saying uh Bristow. and not a great shot not a great set really no set it was just give the ball to lj iso
1: so do you remember the dallas set this so three set seconds left. i think it's i dallas. think the
0: score is actually 103 102 the hornets it are is. down one. it
1: is Oh, wow. Okay, here we are. Three seconds left.
0: All right, no timeouts left, I guess. Here we go. Inbounds. You got Kendall oh, Gill going around the play. curl. Oh, oh step boy. back. It's good! Hornets win! Oh. Hornets win!
1: Now, what's crazy is, I remember talking to Steve Martin about this, how everybody dogpiles on Zo, but they actually have to come back and play a little bit more. So that was not a buzzer beater. They actually will come back onto the floor and play like, I don't know how many tenths of a second. But it's not necessarily a buzzer beater.
0: Shall we? Shall, oh, man. Bristow. Oh, is not Bristow. A,
1: easy, man. Hey. Don't get <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. Yeah. And so they would, they would come back with four tenths. So he says that. And then there's four tenths of a second left. If you'll <laughs> fast forward. Yeah. There's four tenths of a second That's left. That's crazy. So, yeah. So Steve mentions that. Nobody remembers that it actually wasn't a buzzer beater. But they had four tenths of a second left.
0: And now you're seeing, you're seeing. I, I don't know if you guys are synced anymore because I went back, but um, now the refs are saying, trying to get everybody Jiminski. off the floor. So,
1: so here's the thing I've never seen this last play after that Zoe shot, but there is a busted coverage at the rim. And Mikhail is inbounding it. And I can't see exactly who gets free, but they're doing the old lot play. And boy, if McHale throws that earlier, that's a lost ball game. Okay, that's, that's a, a good lost ball game.
0: that's a good preview because we haven't seen it yet here on the live stream. We're still waiting for Okay. We're still waiting to catch up, but thank you. That's a good preview of what's going to come up. So watch for <laughs> so, the busted coverage. Four tenths of a second left on the clock. You wouldn't know that because they don't put the clock on the screen for some reason.
1: Right. They, oh, they yeah. will in a second. There will be four tenths that they'll show you in a second. Uh, yeah. Amazing. There it is.
0: Oh man! Well, the crowd. I don't
1: think he can get, get a rebound.
0: The crowd. <laughs> I, was like, they, I, I
1: was like, "Are you talking about this play?" <laughs> look look cr- at Bristow.
0: The crowd is ret- Bristow's
1: in his face. Take it easy, Bristow.
0: All right, so now There's they're now end. they're now they're at the bench. Rick, oh, look Rick, it, yeah. Rick Fox look team, is like, look, "Look, Rick Fox is at this point. I'm I'm at one thirty four thirty. Rick Fox right now looking at his coach like, listen, I know I've missed the past seventeen shots, but let me get the ball. Give it, one give more the time. Ball. I'm the young gun.'" You've just, you've jaffed me. I'm ready to go. Four so I don't know if court.
1: you want to fast forward. It'll be, but 135.30 might be a good place for you.
0: Okay. I'm at 135.30 now. Four yeah, tenths, four tenths on the clock.
1: Advance the ball, of course. God, Mikhail, the drama runs high. See,
0: nobody, nobody remembers that call. The drama runs high, Steve Martin says.
1: Look at Mikhail's arms, dude. Has there ever been a better crazy. person to inbound the ball? In NBA history well if they were to had an earlier pass maybe here <laughs> on this on this particular play this is this plays nuts nobody remembers oh this. yeah Busty, right. basket oh dudes. my Jeez. god they wanted a foul too <laughs> oh bristow get out of there bristow get out of there.
0: <laughs> somebody get bristow <laughs> oh. out of there
1: who is that that gets free i think is it lj that gets it's d Brown in the it's screen gotta be d brown right well, well is it LJ? Okay, so oh, they Brown are they gets, are
0: they are assaulting the ref right now. The ref's taking his whistle off. He's like, "This game's over, guys. I just took my whistle off."
1: That means it's over.
0: <laughs> the, when I take my whistle off, that is officially game. The the Boston Celtics are following the ref. I mean, this would not be tolerated in today's NBA.
1: All right, let's see who it was. Uh, it's got to be D Brown.
0: New York flashing on the screen yeah. right now. The Hornets were already ready for the next series.
1: So, yeah. who, so, who is that? that comes in and saves it at the last second. Is that
0: Kendall? uh well, no, Zoe okay. is over there. no it's zo and um is it kendall I, or newman I, I think it was newman that's not okay, that okay. it's not kendall that was Newman.
1: it's definitely not kendall or it's definitely not a zo i should say i know okay so newman looks like yeah the ref taking his whistle off he's done he's done with you so as it turns out the hornets were very lucky to win this game correct they won the series best of five
0: that's right. i I'm, I'm on the final score now. I'm just uh, on this still shot of the final score. Eastern Conference round one, game four. One of the best games in Charlotte Hornets history. And you got to watch the end of it there that not a lot of people remember. Uh, the Hornets with one last uh, piece of defense that they needed to take care of, and, and they did just yeah. enough. Um, Charlotte Hornets win 104-103. They win the Series 3-1. They'd go on to New York and get um, smacked down. But it was the first... Hornets playoff series win and it was front of it was in front of a crowd uh that you just don't see much anymore in Charlotte but hopefully uh they they will rebuild this team and and get the Spectrum Center rocking again once we get to resume basketball
1: yeah Uh, hopefully the baby bees are able to resurrect some good basketball here and everybody can go to the Spectrum Center once again because this thing looks awesome I mean I'm on a still shot right now of everybody waving their t-shirts, whatever they have in their hand. And it is lit at the Charlotte Coliseum and it looks so much fun. And I, yeah, of course you want this time back here in Charlotte. 100%. So do you guys remember that play, that set play that we saw like five or six times towards the end of the game that almost lost them the game or was basically clear (laughs) out, flatten out for LJ. They they, they (laughs) ran it. They ran it one time in Dallas and it worked. And then, They kept going to it over and over and over again uh, to their demise (laughs) because it did not work. It did not work well. And that's the play they went to over and over again. You mean the LJ post-up from half-court didn't work? I'm shocked. Yeah, that's all they kept doing.
0: So they go to the LJ ISO play where he just sort of backs his way in starting at half-court. Yeah, and, yeah, there's no front
1: face dribbling. It's all backing his ass all the way back to the court. Right, it gets stolen on it. It, it gets in.
0: stolen on at one point. Ends up being a Boston Celtics layup, um, but then the winning play is a is oh. a is a set uh, blob to get open Alonzo Mourning from mid range, almost a three point <laughs> shot.
1: <laughs> and I'll say, it, like he basically made that happen. I mean, he wasn't going anywhere. He basically had to pull up, but
0: and he know, stepped there back.
1: There was not much action. Yeah exactly i think it might be legitimately a college three yeah i know it's not nba three it's close he's he's far i mean it, it might be
0: well gentlemen this was fun uh i hope everyone was able to hear us and they weren't just hearing me uh we did we're, we're working through these technical difficulties trying to experiment with this live technology um but i hope you enjoyed this game rewatch uh, of the charlotte hornets if you are a hornets fan and you never heard of us Go to Locked on Hornets on your favorite podcast app. You can just search Locked on Hornets. We do this every day, and we're doing interviews with, uh, with Rick Bennell from the Charlotte Observer. We're doing interviews with Eric Collins about little bits of Hornets history. We've got more to come next week. Uh, final thoughts, Walker. We'll start with you on this historic win for the Charlotte Hornets.
1: Well, yeah, one, it was awesome to just kind of watch this game as it played out and see some of the other details besides the the Zoe shot. But to me, it it really is all about that last play. Like, that's what I'll remember most from going back and rewatching this. I I remember interviewing Steve Martin at the end of his career. And, of course, you ask him about that call. And it's funny because we all love that call. And yet, technically, it's wrong. It wasn't over. (laughs) There was still four tenths of a second left to go. And – the defense was bad. If McHale throws that pass earlier, if he times that better, then that's a busted coverage, all-time letdown of a loss where they had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. They continue to uh, not be able to score points, and then Boston almost was able to take away what is the best moment in Charlotte Hornets history? I mean it almost was a race. So that it's crazy. That's what I'll take away most from rewatching this game.
0: A big what if? What if D Brown had been able to knock in that layup and and then then we're going to game 5 in Boston and it's it's uh, a whole a whole another thing. So David, what will uh, what will you remember from this uh, live stream?
1: Yeah, I didn't remember any of that stuff. And it's funny how we romanticize things that, uh, you know, we have a lot of nostalgia for. But at the end of the day, guys, you know, it doesn't matter because it went down as a win in the records book. It doesn't matter that they basically collapsed, you know, stopped scoring all the way down the stretch and then made a miraculous shot from Zoe. And then to Walker's point, had to come up with a really tough stop on D to just pull that game out, which makes it even more unbelievable. If you think about it, they had to get everything (laughs) everything to go right that their way in that last like 20 seconds or so but um yeah it, it'll just it doesn't matter because it was it was the win that's all anybody remembers and um you know hopefully we can see a few more of those coming up
0: so much to take away i mean gil mcgregor looking like john amos mm. uh from good times you've got uh alan bristow the coach of the charlotte Hornets. Uh, very emotional. More emotional than I ever remember or think about Alan Bristow Yeah, being, he was kind of crazy. He was. He was very – he was almost um, – he he needed to be held back. Uh, he needed to probably go cool off after this game, get in the ice <laughs> tub uh, as well as the players. And then I'll also remember the Boston Celtics <laughs> almost like g- gathering around the referee like this, is, this was serious and the referee taking his whistle off and saying, no, fellas, this game is over.
1: Yeah, Sherman Douglas being the one that I was afraid most would attack the ref. Sherman Douglas was all up in his face.
0: All right. Speaking of over, this live stream is over. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll try to do this again uh, maybe in a couple weeks when we get some technical stuff figured out. But until then, uh, go Hornets, go America, let's Swarm Charlotte.